1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
0: Um, it's been a while. I've been gone. I'm very...
1: My name is Derek Cranavelt, and you're listening to Xbox Game Passengers. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode. If this is your first time, welcome. And if you've been here before, thank you for coming back. This is the show where each and every episode, myself and a guest, will dissect and discuss just one game available on Microsoft's Game Pass service that was chosen for us completely at random. Whether it's a magical or horrible experience, we'll force ourselves through it, share our thoughts, and let you know whether or not the game is worth your time. At the end of the show, we'll even be randomly drawing the game for the next episode, too, I always have a guest with me. Last week, Evan joined me for a chat about a really challenging, cool homage to Advanced Wars for Game Boy Advance. It's called Wargroove. So definitely jump back one episode if you missed that. This week, we're talking about another kid's game. So (laughs) we we seem to be getting a few of those. And I have an entirely new guest that you may have heard me chat about before if you ever listened to the Geekscape Games podcast. Shane O'Hare, it is good to be chatting with you today. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing well. The the recently deposed king of podcasting for the geekscape.network uh is back.
1: It's a high it's high praise. It's a self-assigned high praise title you've given yourself.
0: You know, I've been the the whole time ever since you asked me to to be a guest on the show, I've been just thinking I'd miss that script. Uh, hello and welcome everybody to Geekscape Game's <laughs> Podcast, number one video game podcast on the geekscape.network. We are back, we are back. Uh, it's it's like riding a bike.
1: I don't know. We can't talk about Geekscape Games too much, but I miss the the completely surprised Japanese translation intro. I think is the one that stands out in my mind the most. That was that was a beautiful time and I just remember yeah. laughing and laughing and laughing after that. Yeah. Uh
0: and all I'll, um one thing that I loved about um Geekscape Games podcast was uh uh, the stingers at the beginning and I am yep. so flattered that that you brought that onto game passengers. <laughs> um, it's all I know. It's all that yeah. it's all that I know. Yeah the stingers the stingers were great. And um you know two of my favorite stingers are uh actually three of my favorite stingers are you one going why are there pedophiles at Subway? Um <laughs> another one where you're going like and Nintendo is a Japanese company, mm, so maybe mm, they don't really know what happened. That's not my
1: proudest moment. On 9-11, sure.
0: maybe they don't know what happened on 9-11. There, um,
1: I, I just meant maybe they weren't as aware of the significant. I'm not even, let's not do this. Let's not do this.
0: And then the third one <laughs> is you going, the uh, yeah, I was at the 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 horse, the horse the horse place. And then I correct you and say <laughs> stables. You're like, stables, yes.
1: I mean, Horse Place also made complete sense. In my defense, I don't know. That was a good. I I mean, started from the bottom. Now we're here. You know? <laughs> now we're here on this show, which has released. This is the eighth completely consistent episode, which is probably triples Geekscape Games as record of
0: consistent Can't weekly releases. So, but but you know, um, maybe maybe uh, maybe the old old crew might be getting back. Might be getting the, the band back together. <laughs> um uh I'm uh let's see I'm about 107 days sober now 107 days 107 um, days I um, just want to say
1: that's like really I I don't know when you when I saw that I thought that was really amazing um, Thank you um It sounds um, like I'm, you're doing really well like I can hear it just in the way that you're speaking even like I don't know. You sound like a different person, and it's a person that I haven't seen in quite some time. And it's I don't really, think you've
0: ever seen this person.
1: I don't know if I have. I like you've had stints of, uh, of you know whatever, but I Clarity. I don't know. This feels like big, and this feels like real, and that's really incredible. So yeah, I, to I mean, I
0: probably I probably would have dropped some racial. Racial slurs at this point. Talked about. I mean, um, we are four minutes in, so <laughs> so there definitely would have been. Yeah, there's there's still some time. Um, I'm uh, <laughs> I've uh, I've gotten over the whole shock jock humor thing. Uh, yeah. And my yeah. ego, my ego is definitely down. So I'm working on that yeah. fourth and fifth step. Going to be a doozy. That ninth step. Going to be making some amends. Going to be making amends to the fans, <laughs> the listeners, <laughs> my editor John. I'm sorry.
1: For those that have not did not come from geekscape games, for those new listeners who may not know who you are, I would love to just know how long you've been playing games for? what kind of genres do you typically gravitate towards, and what are some of your favorite games just so that they can see if their tastes align with yours?
0: um i've been I've, I've definitely been playing video games my my entire like conscious waking life. um my my dad um used to build supercomputers for IBM, so we've always had computers in the house. Um, definitely started on DOS games. Uh, Apogee um, was a um, household name. ID was a household name. Um, so, Custer's Revenge. Yeah, no, they no, actually never had an at Atari. Um, but uh, Eat 'em and Beat 'em was definitely.
1: It was actually Beat 'em and Eat 'em. You got it wrong. You got it
0: backwards. Wow! Yeah. Wow! For 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 one thing, <laughs> Derek is correcting me on the uh, the references. So good to know. Good to know. Um, I've, uh, <laughs> I've, I've rubbed off on you, uh, in more ways than one.
1: <laughs> We've known each other a lot of years at this point, so <laughs> yeah, it would um, be hard not to, I
0: think. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, um, lately I've been, I've been, uh, the last couple of years I've been gravitating towards a lot of, uh, games with like a, a competitive, um, aspect to them. Mm, um, okay. I've been really, um, getting into, uh, uh, laddering on, uh, counter-strike global offensive overwatch. Um, um, has been kind of my, um, uh, and, and actually in, in, some years prior to that starcraft two, I like, um, competitive and I like, um, I, when paragon was still a game, um, before they uh, canceled it was really into that as well. It's a MOBA like Dota. Um, I dabble from time to time and, um, and, uh, yeah, that's kinda it. Some of my favorite games. Um oh man, some of my favorite games. Uh, my I the game that I that I considered the best game that I've ever played, it's not my favorite, but I still to this day say it's the best video game I've ever played, uh, was Bioshock Infinite.
1: Mm, I am also a Bioshock lover. I feel you there.
0: Yeah, just Bioshock Infinite. One, two, eh, eh. But Bioshock Infinite is the best game I've d- I've ever did played. Did you
1: play one and two? Yeah and you you actually feel like i i can understand that about 2 but i feel like 1 was a pretty mind-blowing experience especially when it came out as well
0: it, it was a mind-blowing experience but it felt tedious okay it felt tedious i uh but it's really it's really a mixed bag like looking back on my on my gaming my gaming uh past like uh, Uh, A lot of uh, Monster Hunter, uh, Bloodborne. Uh, Love the Tony Hawk games. Mm, I love the skate mm. games. Those are really dope.
1: I was playing Tony Hawk yesterday. Which one? On uh, Tony Hawk 2. Nice. Tony Hawk 2. I got a PlayStation Classic recently, and they're super, super, super easy to mod. Um, Mm -hmm. So you can very easily just put whatever games you want on there. And, of course, all I've really played since then is the Tony Hawk games.
0: Nice, nice. Yeah, it's... um... Um. Yeah, I really have a a, a mixed bag. Uh, I think my favorite game of all time is this game from Monolith, the people that made uh, the Fear Games. Um, they also made The Matrix Online, which is one mm. of my which is my favorite MMO of all time. Um, We've talked about The
1: Matrix Online before, and I was really sad that it ended before I got to take a look at it.
0: Yeah, it was uh, this. The, it was completely stellar, though. I have gotten on to the... Uh, there's a Matrix Online revival group. Really? And I've been on there, and I've been playing. And it's been quite fun. Really? It's been quite that's fun. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but my uh, my favorite game of all time is a game called Shogo Mobile Armor Division. It's by Monolith. It's a first-person shooter that's set in this, like, neon Genesis Evangelion kind of, kind of world that's all these, like, anime homages... Um, just super, super cool. Um, but really I'll play anything that, that piques my interest. Um, you know, just you know, anything. Uh, but Mm. I I think I'd have to say definitely shooters. Definitely shooters are shooters are are what you gravitate towards the most. Yeah. You talked about
1: playing monster hunter quite a bit. Have you checked out Dauntless at all? Dauntless. Dauntless. So Dauntless is like a. Let it, me consult the Book of Knowledge. <laughs> I haven't heard that in a while. Yeah. Uh, Dauntless is kind of like an epic, gamesified, Fortnite version of Monster Hunter. Uh, okay. It's it's free to play it actually just launched recently on Xbox 1 and on PS4 one of the cool things is it's got full cross play across all platforms so for instance recently i wanted Michaela to try it out because i felt like it was it, it seemed like it would be something she might enjoy but also because we have multiple consoles we could play together so we only have one tv so what we did is is Michaela played on the television using the Xbox and i played on PlayStation using the remote play app on my computer and we were literally playing together on different platforms, streaming. I was streaming the game from my console to my computer. Like, it felt like this is a really futuristic moment. And the game's pretty fun. Like, I I always struggled with Monster Hunter because I feel like I loved the idea of it, but the combat itself just felt too clunky. And I, I just couldn't... F- couldn't care enough about like I couldn't get my get to the point where I cared enough about collecting all these materials and everything like that. So Mm -hmm. dauntless, it feels it's still clunky because it's still like that same, like, Oh, I can't do this because I'm not done my current attack kind of feel of monster hunter. But it also, it it just feels a bit smoother, but also you don't have to manage as many things material wise and everything like that. I've, I've played a couple hours of it at this point and I have thought it was really, really fun. And I love just how, like we can play regardless of the platforms we're on. It's the coolest thing, and uh, I, I feel like just having full crossplay, especially for games on PS4 at this point, is still so new that whenever it comes out, whenever a game comes out with it, it feels like too too create too cool to pass up. I would say.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It reminds me of Terra Online, which was okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It reminds me of Terra Online, like the art style and like the combat. Um, reminds me of that, which is a really dope free to play MMO. With like the most kawaii characters to the max, <laughs> oh my god! Um, chain blades. This looks cool. So yeah, all about that. It's pretty.
1: That's what I've been using is the chain blades. You should you should check it out. It's free to play. Like it's like it's. Have you played much Fortnite?
0: Have I played much Fortnite? Uh, actually, um, I I played Fortnite on the Nintendo Switch with mm. a with a Lee, uh, another uh, X uh, Xbox, uh, Geekscape Games alum. Um, mm-hmm. Played a lot of it on the on the Switch. Uh, I played mm-hmm. a couple rounds on the PC, but um, yeah, it's not um, a battle royale game. I've been playing. I've been playing Apex Legends. I've been playing um, Ring of Elysium um, on PC, which is really cool. And I've also mm-hmm. been playing a lot of Escape from Tarkov. Okay, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Escape Escape from Tarkov is hella like milsim, and it's it's mm-hmm. fun. It's like playing airsoft because like you're just you're doing like milsim airsoft games. It's really fun.
1: I was just bringing that up because kind of the progression system in some ways is like Fortnite where it's like it's free to play after a hunt you can do you get these you get rewards but if you are uh, if you have purchased the hunt pass rather than the battle pass like you get better unlockables you get better better cons- co- better cosmetics um, for having that and, and more rewards after uh, after a hunt as well so gotcha. uh, but it's fun I, I would love to hear what you think of it and because it's cross play we could
0: try it sometime absolutely play it absolutely that'd be cool wait wait, wait, Um, because it's cross play why don't we just both play it on our PlayStation
1: well I don't have PlayStation Plus which I guess for this game wouldn't matter because for PlayStation owners if it's a free to play game you don't actually need PlayStation Plus you don't um no yeah. not for free not not for free to play titles and oh. so and that's why like i don't play my playstation that much aside from when an exclusive comes out um so i don't purchase playstation plus each year
0: oh, so, I, um, I've so been, that's
1: why i've not really been online on my playstation
0: i've been not playing uh let it die because i'm like oh i really want to play let it die um but uh, i didn't know that that's that's good to know yeah
1: yeah only for only for paid games so I do actually want to talk with you a little bit about Game Pass itself, because not only are you not a, a an Xbox player, you're not even an Xbox owner. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've lucked out with this game because Super Lucky's Tale is part of the Xbox Play Anywhere program, which yes. means if you have a copy of this game on Xbox, whether that's purchased or through Game Pass, you also get a copy on PC. So to come on the show, you've you've gotten a Game Pass trial mm-hmm. uh, and you've downloaded the game from just from the the uh, Windows 10 store on your computer itself. So you've actually been playing on PC. I
0: I would like to. I uh, would like to briefly outline the the uh, rigmarole I had to go through to get to get this game <laughs> downloaded for you. So, okay. um, when I install my Windows ten, it's very stripped down. It's very bare bones. I just I tear everything out, all the tracking, all the telemetry. I tear. I literally tear the Microsoft Store out of my my Windows installation. Uh, take all the Metro apps out. Take everything out. So it's just super bare bones. I had to go find a PowerShell script that forced reinstalled and downloaded and updated <laughs> the Windows Store and the Xbox app. Mm-hmm. And because I did that, it it reinstalled all this other crap mm-hmm. back on my machine. I had to I had to get scripts. I was running scripts. It was like hackers two in here, man. Um just to get this game to play it. And um yeah. I and I was texting you, I was like, Oh my god, Microsoft Game Pass is so amazing. <laughs> like, yeah,
1: like I cuz cuz you it's never you've never needed to look at it. So now that you've taken some time to see a little bit about what Game Pass is about as an from an outside perspective, what are your thoughts about Game Pass? Cuz I like I, I think it's the coolest thing, and it's I, I've had so many amazing experiences that I never would have had otherwise, both from what this show has forced me to play, but mostly because hey, this looks moderately interesting. I can download it and play it, and and if I don't like it, that's totally fine. Like, what are what are, from an outside perspective? What are your initial impressions of like the Game Pass service?
0: Um, I th- I think it's dope. I think it's really dope. It actually might uh, push me in the direction of getting uh, an Xbox because mm-hmm. I'm looking at like oh. Doom 2016 is here, and that's something that like I had planned to buy for the Switch because I want to I want to totally. su- support M rated games on a Nintendo console. Um, but I was like, man, I could just get an Xbox. Um, I used to um, back when I would have uh, like I, I, I still need to get um, uh, uh, the Division Two because I really mm-hmm. I really want to play that on the on PlayStation. Um, but when I had PlayStation Plus, I was super stoked about games with gold um, or no know games with gold is the xbox thing yeah. ps plus free is the other, like i <laughs> man there's just so many programs and deals i don't, I don't know what's going on um uh e, where's ej e, ea origin access you know like what's going yeah, on yeah. Like, like well yeah.
1: and ea access is coming to, or might be on ps4 already at this point as well
0: Yeah, Um, Um, I'm
1: not sure if you knew that, but EA access. Yeah, has been just Xbox and uh, and PC, I guess.
0: Yeah, Uh, but but to to answer your question, as an outsider's perspective, I think it's super, super dope. It's it's a great um, value, even for PC Mm -hmm. players. Um, Mm -hmm. And um, I never would have looked at this particular game and I never would have put any time into this game if it Mm -hmm. wasn't for the game pass and the the lovely Derek Prinevelds. <laughs> so, so
1: you think Game Pass is pretty cool? Yep,
0: yep. Uh, yep I'm, I'm yep. definitely, um, you know, I'm DTF down to fiesta with the Game Pass. It's, it's <laughs> well, and good I think to go. it's a cool like if
1: you're. It's we're in a weird time today because everyone's, you know, the the new consoles are on the horizon. These these consoles are kind of they're they're going to be sunsetting, sundowning. What's the? I don't know what the sun sundown. Downing? That's when old people go crazy.
0: Uh, <laughs> no, that's the cocoon, that's that's
1: cocoon. <laughs> Cocoon is when the old people go crazy?
0: Yeah, have you ever seen the movie Cocoon?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen the movie The Visit cuz that's called it's called like a it's like an actual syndrome is where it? they just go mad when the night comes.
0: I've, uh, I've I've seen the I've seen The Knowing uh with Nicolas Cage? No, no. Uh no. What's the what's the one with uh, marky Mark Wahlberg and uh, M Night Shyamalan? Oh, The Happening. The Happening. <laughs>
1: The Knowing is with Nicolas Cage, and all, the only thing I can remember for that movie is a deer that's on fire, and it's horrible.
0: <laughs> well, there's a yeah. deer.
1: <laughs> yeah, because the whole—I think the world is ending, and and so there's a scene of his forest burning, and there's this deer like trying to escape the fire, but it's on fire, and so it can't escape, and and it just yeah, it's—I I don't even know if I've seen the movie. I don't even know if I've seen the movie, but that scene is haunt, is has haunted me since the Knowing is that trailers came no, out. No,
0: that's guess. that's no what. No, that's Killing of the Sacred Deer.
1: Nah, dude, it's it's definitely knowing. I'll find it for you later. No, it's
0: Streets of Fire, directed by Walter Hill and Michael Perry. Okay.
1: You're outside <laughs> of my wheelhouse now. Uh, um, what were we talking
0: about? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, man. Oh, I bet I was the problem all along. <laughs>
1: You say you thought you were the problem. You were very much. The problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: man, I'm the problem all along. Uh, super Lucky's tale. We were talking about
1: Super. We, I mean, we were just getting into. We were just getting into Super Lucky's yeah. tale. Oh, oh, we were talking about like. So we're in a weird spot in terms of <laughs> the game industry right now because these new consoles are on the forefront, and but but you're in a spot where like you know if I'm a parent right now and I'm like I want to buy you know my kid just graduated elementary school. Or whatever. Uh, I want to do some. I want to. I want a console. I want to get into video games. So let's just get, cut it to something that simple. If if you're looking at like a PS4 or a an Xbox One today, you're probably going to choose a Switch. But if you don't, because <laughs> everyone's choosing Switch. But if you don't like the fact that you can pick up an Xbox console for dirt cheap at this point, whether you choose the Xbox One S or the all digital version that includes a bunch of games, or the Xbox One X, if you have like a nice TV and want want to play some games in 4k like the fact that you can just get the console and this $10 a month subscription and have an instant access to more games than you could ever hope to play like that is an incredible value proposition and I feel like they're like Microsoft has obviously had a lot of struggles this generation but they're setting themselves up so well for the future at this point like through things like game pass and through things like project x cloud which I'm so unbelievably excited for like you know when that when that goes public when that comes out it, like as long as it works well which it sounds like they're really banking on that happening like why would i play a mobile game on my phone when i could just play like halo on my phone or something like that like it, it, it's just going to be a crazy future and i think they're really you know today i today i would probably pick an xbox because hey i get access to all these games for 10 dollars a month but tomorrow like they're just they're, they're building everything so so well and it'll be really interesting to see what that launch of the next consoles looks I, like i also um, i
0: also think it's it's such a an interesting generation because um i remember back when um the playstation 1 and nintendo 64 were out um, and the the competing um, uh, Sega consoles, the Saturn. Um, it was. Um, were you? Weren't you like five? You remember that? I don't remember that. I was there. I'm older than you.
1: How? How old? Are you? When were you born?
0: Ninety. Oh yeah, dude. I'm way older than you. Oh. I was born in '89. Oh, way older. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that, that, that explains it. But no, I re- I I remember. Um, uh, uh, with the with the crossplay features, is is now. Deciding what what console you get uh, is you're not locked down into these these strictly like local single player and like local multiplayer experiences. Totally. Which back which back in the day you'd be like, all right, am I going to get a PlayStation or am I going to get a Nintendo sixty four or am I going to get a Saturn? And you would be you'd be stuck in these ecosystems. But now,
1: I hope you didn't choose the Saturn because
0: <laughs> see, I, I, and if you've listened to the Geeky Games podcast, the yeah. X number one video game podcast in the Geekscape.network um, because Game Passengers is the number one video game podcast in the Geekscape.network. <laughs> um, uh, you, you know that the the Saturn is my dream console to collect for and yep. there's a lot of really good stuff going in the modding community for it right now. Um,
1: yep, yeah, yeah.
0: But we don't have to talk about that. We'll talk about it when uh, I, the Geekscape Games podcast rises from the ashes.
1: <laughs> um, I mean, I was a Dreamcast man through and through. I... I I usually like I typically get rid of my older consoles when I get a new console, aside from a couple I've purchased again for nostalgia purposes. But my I still have the same Dreamcast that I had in the year 2000. Like that was that's like my probably my favorite console of all time. Yeah,
0: I really I still really want to get a Saturn, but yeah, um, yeah, yeah, it's definitely a a great, great. uh, It's a it's interesting. We're at the beginning of a new. Um, I hate to see like It's a whole new world. It's, it's a whole new world. Uh, which which actually I need to see that movie. I heard that movie's fun.
1: Uh Aladdin from
0: 1994? No, Aladdin from 2019. Oh, I see. Yeah, okay. I want to see it.
1: Um <laughs> I, I think I, It's probably isn't it the same movie? Isn't it the same movie that you saw when you were a kid but with real people
0: yeah. and uh weird-looking Will Smith? Yeah, well, Will Smith is always weird looking. Okay. He's got like a weird like like forehead to mouth ratio. It bugs me.
1: I don't know if I've ever noticed that.
0: You notice these things when you're when you're yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> so super lucky's tale.
1: Yeah, why don't you start for those that don't know anything about it? If you could give us a little read of the synopsis.
0: Yeah, um, uh, I was about to read the synopsis to the the 1974 film The Deer, but in fact, I'm going to read the synopsis to the 2019 2018 video game Super Lucky's Tale. A delightful playground platformer for all ages that follows Lucky, the ever-optimistic, energetic, and lovable hero on his quest to find his inner strength and help his sister rescue the Book of Ages from Jinx. Jinx is the scheming and mysterious villain trying to reshape the world, but for what reason? Find out today on Dragon Ball Z. Uh, It was
1: 2017, actually. It came out in 2017, so we were both wrong.
0: Surprise, surprise, we are both wrong.
1: (sighs) What did you tell me about the game? What did you think? Um, jumping in, so uh, I expected it to be terrible. Yeah,
0: um, I uh, expected it to be absolutely terrible. Uh, it got a, f- it got a four on IGN, and I was like, oh, all right, well, here we go. And I was like, great. Um, I got chosen to play like the the bottom tier uh, trash, <laughs> like. This felt like, um, like a new, I don't think we, we didn't choose
1: the game. The game chose you. Yeah. Shane.
0: Okay. Well, you know, like story of my life, garbage chose me. All right. You know,
1: if you die in the game, you die for yeah. real
0: <laughs> garbage chose me. So, um, uh, and it, it's, um, it's, 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 a it's a collectathon kind of game, like a Banjo-Kazooie. And I was definitely comparing it to Banjo-Kazooie the whole time. Mm -hmm. and um i i've
1: never played banjo kazooie
0: you've never
1: i've never played banjo kazooie i didn't have an n64 until like way later gotcha um so i've not ever experienced banjo kazooie interesting but it's on game pass so maybe one day yeah
0: one day um so it's it's a -a collect-a-thon and um i'm playing on the pc and i wanted to play it with the mouse and keyboard Mm -hmm. controls to to kind of give a contrast to you who is playing with a controller and Mm -hmm. it um it's i i was turned off on it from the beginning because the the intro cinematic uh stuttered and was that like Mm. played at like 20 frames a second and i was like ooh Mm. this isn't good this isn't this is not a good start (laughs) um did that happen on the console no, it was totally fine. Yeah, which which is bizarre. And and you know, my my computer it has plenty of horsepower to to cover this game. And it um uh the story's cute. Uh it's the uh is this a sequel? Cuz it felt like
1: Yes, it is a sequel. Okay. Yeah, there was a so there was a a couple of years before that there was a I think it was just called Lucky's Tale, um, but it was a uh, Oculus Rift exclusive title. Okay, it was a 3D platformer for Oculus Rift. Um, so yeah, it is actually a sequel. Okay, because which is so weird because it's like nobody's going to know like it it just it felt like it kind of assumed that you knew these characters already but how many people purchased uh, an oculus rift and played this like cute fun platformy title
0: what was that that um young adults novel series that became a movie like uh no it was it was like three movies where everybody got it's not it's like hunger games but everybody oh god it's um ah what is it god um
1: just you gotta say something about it uh, <laughs> Maybe like it's know. a
0: dystopian future and there's like uh there's mm-hmm. like a wall um and everyone lives on the outside the maze no runner. but uh it, it's it's like that um divergent. divergent divergent what's the second uh divergent what was it
1: uh, allegiant
0: yeah. or something so um why do i know that i don't why know do, why i don't know so um i didn't the the second one, the second movie. Insurgent
1: is the second one. Insurgent.
0: Years ago when Insurgent came out, I saw everybody on on Instagram and Twitter and all my review friends like watching this movie and I was like, hmm, everyone says it's cool. Let's go watch it. And I, I didn't realize it was a sequel. <laughs> and i walked i walked into it and i'm like what the, what is what is going on like every, there's all these pre i'm oh like this movie gosh. is terrible there's all these pre-existing like relationships
1: didn't set up any of these characters yeah
0: and then like i got out and i'm like like that movie was it got good at the end like i liked how it ended but man that beginning was just awful and then i looked it up and i'm like oh it's a sequel <laughs> of a trilogy oh my god so yeah. so at the beginning of this it there was all these like pre-existing relationships um sure. that that kind of like Eh, it, it, it was it was weird i felt I, I would have liked to see them um kind of rewrite the beginning and and maybe blend it in a little bit it definitely felt like
1: like to make it more friendly for people who did not experience yeah, it, it lucky's tale it yeah.
0: made me feel like i was seeing uh insurgent again <laughs> i was like, I was like <laughs> what the hell is going on um but it's it's super cute uh, the, the, the evil gang is called the kitty litter. And I think that's the cute. kitty litter. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and you get plopped down into the first world. And I realized that in the, the, the very first world, um, there's like these little tutorial signs, like, this is how you jump. This is how you tail swipe. Mm-hmm. It was all in Xbox buttons. So I had to, no way. it was all in Xbox buttons. So I had to like, look it up and the the controls. Oh my are, gosh, that's so funny! And the controls on PC are so unintuitive because if there's a yeah, there's a like um, there's a pivot and like aim button where he'll uh, we're lucky will get planted, and then you can like turn his head around to to free uh, look. Really? There's a free okay. look button,
1: and that's I don't think that exists on the console, or if it, it does, I've not I've not discovered it.
0: <laughs> it's right. It's right trigger.
1: Ah. Uh... No, no. The right trigger on the console is what you how you burrow.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Well, there it yeah. is a button. <laughs> um, okay. and, and but it's right click on the mouse. Okay. But the mouse doesn't the mouse doesn't do anything else. And if you want to like rotate the camera, it's left and right on the arrows. So and you can't remap oh my these gosh, buttons. That's weird. So yeah. Um. But um, left shift is tail swipe. Space is jump, and left control is burrow. You can play this whole game one-handed. So it's like the furry's dream. All right. <laughs> one-handed on the game, the other the other hand doing whatever, you know, doing some yiffing, doing some scritching, you know, whatever you need to do. You're playing a game about a cute little fox, you know, you know. This this game is the furry's dream.
1: I did feel like so super cute super like unassuming it did feel kind of if like the whole presentation though it's like you get sucked into this like book and then the kitty litter is trying to do something and so you're basically going through these world these worlds and each world is like a different chapter in the book yeah. and you're trying to get out like it felt very it felt very generic at the same time i felt like like I like I don't like I and I was talking to Michaela about this as well like I don't know why it felt like that because when you talk about like you know you look at these old platforms like Crash Bandicoot or like Mario or anything like that like why do those feel more inspired is it just because they've been a part of our lives for so much longer like why does Crash but why why didn't I think I mean I was like five years old when Crash Bandicoot came out but like why I don't know why I felt like that about this game like I had a lot of fun I, I had a ton of fun with this game like I thought the levels were interesting and and they go through a, a mixture of like 3D levels and 2D side-scrolling levels. And there's like some puzzle levels. And I thought the variety was really good. Like I had a lot of fun playing it. It just didn't, it just felt kind of generic though.
0: So, so I I did not enjoy the game in the f- first world at all. Okay. It was a chore, it was a slog. The only thing that I liked was the villain of the first world, which was that the uh, the kung fu uh, kitten, mm. the the meowshal arts. Kitten, oh
1: yeah, um, yeah.
0: He was he was super smarmy. Uh, he was clad in purple, which is the best color, and um, he was the, the only thing that I liked about it. And here's here he was like the I had a I have a bunch of complaints with the game. One, I think that it felt generic because um it it, it felt like diver it felt like insurgent, like it was generic because they were like okay we ex- we we don't have to do all this world building everybody coming into this game already knows it. So let's, let's just get right into, uh, like the, ostensibly the third act. Okay. So the, the first world to me felt really generic. Like there was all these like little NPCs are like, Hey, lucky, how's it going? Hey guardian. Like we expect you. I'm like, what the heck is a guardian? Um, and it, it it, another thing they didn't, they didn't explain the currency. (laughs) There's all these different, there's, there's, there's there's coins there's letters there's shamrocks there's there's all this stuff that you're collecting but nothing is explained
1: i feel like did any of that like the you know the the clovers are literally your goal is to collect the clovers and as soon as i saw the letters i was like oh it's like tony hawk i got to collect all the letters in the level and then i'll get a, a secret tape or whatever like
0: yeah but 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 here's the thing like in tony hawk it's like collect
1: <laughs> collect all That's the. And they is, tell yeah, you yeah. Okay. collect
0: all the letters to get the secret tape. Um, in Banjo Kazooie, they're like, "Oh, you need so many um, um, uh, puzzle pieces uh, to open this level. Sure. This is what a puzzle piece is. This is how you get to a puzzle piece. These are coins. You know, these are honeycombs. These are Jinjos. These are these are all these different. Holy things. crap! They, how many different things are there in Banjo Kazooie? Just as many as there are in Super Lucky's Tale. Um, so so there's like. They explain like, "Hey, if you collect all the the hidden jinjos on a level, you're gonna get a jigsaw piece." Okay, cool. If you if you collect all the music notes, you're gonna get a, a piece. Or you need so many of this to do this. Yeah. They 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 explain it. In this game, it's just you're collecting coins, you're collecting gems, you're collecting clovers, you're collecting letters, you're, you're you know you're collecting um uh, m- arcs of the covenant like you're you're you know you're getting pieces of eden like there's all this stuff that's just like there's like,
1: gems which is really just coins yeah as well like, yeah like, like, yeah no, and what's the con-
0: like what's the conversion rate like uh, are these bitcoins <laughs> is this ethereum you know when is john mcafee gonna talk about it on twitter like this is there's so much going on with these different currencies sure i didn't and i didn't see a point of collecting coins like i had a couple of grand when i Left the first, oh, yeah,
1: yeah. I think the only thing that you can do, like, you can buy costumes for the character, which I thought all looked stupid and I just liked him better. Naked, does he wear clothes? I don't know. Uh,
0: (laughs) why are there pedophiles at Subway?
1: Just in his regular outfit is what I mean, but uh, his regular outfit is
0: pantsless with a a cape,
1: okay? That's what see that works. Um. The if you collect in most of the levels, if you collect three hundred coins in the level, that's how you get a clover because there's four clovers in each level, Mm -hmm. Um, which is which helps for like replayability, I think, because it's like oh, I missed one of the letters, I'm going to go back because I want to complete all of get all of them, or you know, I missed. There's there's like one that's usually from like a puzzle that's hidden in the level somewhere. There's one for collecting three hundred coins. There's one for finishing the level, Mm -hmm. Um, and then there's one for collecting all the letters.
0: and, and I, like, like I said, I was, I was, it, nothing is explained. There's, there's like, um, there was one in the first world, you go across this bridge and there was a statue that said like seven clovers.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. And yeah. and I,
0: I turned in a bunch of clovers to it and I'm like, all right, what is this doing? Uh,
1: it just changes the statue. <laughs> yeah, like, like, yeah. Like, you don't, but you don't lose the clovers either. It's just like, you need this many clovers to change the statue. Oh no, the, the clovers statue.
0: go away. I don't think they go away. No, they they went away because oh, you, know, wow. you turned them in. I was because I had a bunch of clovers like yeah, uh, and yeah, and for a game that is a puzzle platformer that is supposed to be super like personable, Lucky has no personality. Yeah, like I I like it's just nothing. Uh huh. I did. I did not enjoy enjoy. But what gives? That brings me
1: back to the same thing. Is like the same question from before. What gives these characters personality?
0: Well, um, in Banjo Kazooie, like Kazooie, she's really like snarky and like bosses okay. Banjo around. And Banjo, so they,
1: so they, she actually like says stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um,
1: but what about like Crash Bandicoot? Why is Crash Bandicoot? Does he have personality?
0: Yeah, he's he's t- t- trying to trying to save his girlfriend, and he's just a you know a plucky hero. Lucky, yeah, this guy's
1: a plucky hero. He's just trying to get out of this book so he can hang out with his sister. eh no, no, like I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree with you. I'm just wondering i I don't know why, and I'm just wondering that
0: He's, it uh, lucky seems very milquetoast. toast.
1: I was hoping that word would come up in this podcast,
0: yeah <laughs> yeah um uh you know the 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 oldies are the are the goodies um, but I didn't like this on world one Mm-hmm. The moment we get to World 2, I fell in love with the game. Really? I fell in love with it. The, the, the second boss uh, reminds me of uh, another Geekscape alum, Courtney. Um, like, has, this, has the same hair and, like, glasses and is, <laughs> like, a, a nerd. And, like, the, the, the garbled, um, like, simlish that the characters speak, mm, mm-hmm. uh, her character is so funny. And then, and then you're in this like farm world and then the music gets so much more enjoyable. Yeah, I, yeah. Like I started in, I started enjoying the music and then like all the, the people like that the worms uh, are
1: super are the, funny in that world too. Yeah. They're like,
0: I like, yeah. and then like, there's one that's like the sheriff. and He's like, I'm the sheriff of, of Wormtown. And he's got a little mustache. Yeah, and, yeah. And, there's and there's like I a band, there's a
1: band of worms.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I've, I've, fell in love with it the music started to get really good the the puzzles were were really cool there was one where um the the villain shrinks you down to the size of a of like mm. a super monkey ball yeah yeah and it, it was like a it, survivor it, puzzle yeah and
1: i just um, i watched survivor this, i'm not ashamed
0: <sighs> i mean i'm ashamed for you
1: <laughs> a month ago i started watching survivor for the first time and the reason for that is that advertising is very effective on me and I kept seeing yeah. ads for CBS All Access on Facebook, like, "Hey, watch the new Survivor on CBS All Access." And like after the 40th time, I was like, "Okay, fine, I'll do it." And then I fell in love with Survivor. Yeah,
0: well, yeah. Um, the the my only my only Survivor memory is um, they had like the premiere of Survivor after a Super Bowl, and I was over at my aunt's house, and we had a bunch of people, like. Um, over there watching the Super Bowl, and then it, it was a bunch of pilots, like a bunch of flight instructors, mm-hmm. like all these pilots there. And like the opening shot is this plane like biffing a landing on <laughs> really? the island. And all these guys are and all these pilots in this den after watching the Super Bowl were like, Ooh, man, that's gotta be embarrassing. Like, and they all like were talking crap about the crappy landing that the this plane, <laughs> this plane did. Um, and and that's like my that's my survivor memory. Um <laughs> Uh, but yeah the uh, super's lucky tale the second world it um, it totally engrossed me the, the the platforming is like I this game on the the on the computer is um, it's you play with one hand yeah you yeah. play with one hand. Um, I might plug in a controller just because the 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 digital controls, for this kind of platforming, seem a little clunky. Mm.
1: Yeah, I feel like it must be like I, I feel like a platformer. You need analog sticks.
0: I mean, yes, yes, I, I, I would agree. I would, I would agree. Um, I had a lot of cheap deaths that I would blame on the fact that it, I had I'm using digital controls yeah. instead of analog yeah. controls. There's also there was another thing that that in the first world where. Uh, i climbed to the top of a platform and it's like hits oh no get this so all right all the all the the tutorial signs were uh xbox buttons <laughs> yeah. but then the but then the button prompts were uh keyboards okay. like if i was talking to a character it's like press space yeah. and I, I i i don't i don't i don't get it but i you climb to the top of this little perch and you hit space and it does like this assassins creed thing where it like zips around the level and shows you a gem that's far off right yeah yeah and There's, there's these like floating, um, little blimps that you can jump on and there's all these wind currents. And, um, when you jump in the air and you hit the burrow, which, which lucky can like, you know, dig, like dig through the ground, he kind of soars. So I was like, Oh, there's these wind currents and there's these blimps. If I jump and burrow, the wind's going to like, you know, he's has a cape on it's I'm going to glide. No, I just fell to my death. (laughs) And I was like, okay, so why did the game like focus on these, these wind currents? Why, why is this wind, why do they animate this stuff?
1: I feel like I never thought, like, I know the points you're talking about where you press the button and it kind of shows you an out of place gem or a gem far away. I never once was yeah. like, oh, my character, my, my, this fox can probably fly and I'm just going to jump in the air right now. I didn't think that at all.
0: Well, I mean, wh- like, why would they animate these, like, wind trails and contrails?
1: Because it's windy
0: out. You can't see the wind. Yeah, Just make the noise. Make a flag go wh- flap, 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 flap. <laughs> like you don't need to like like it, it. was I was like, oh, they're doing the thing from Pilot Wings sixty four. Like <laughs> th- these, this is the vent that you can jump on. Like it, it was my entire video gaming career have taught me mm. have taught me things. Electricity hurts. If you touch an enemy, you're gonna get hurt. Animated wind means you can <laughs> jump on it and it'll carry you. Okay, tell me I'm wrong.
1: Uh, I'm trying to think of other examples, but I've never cared that much about the wind in video games to have remembered anything. So I don't have anything for you, I'm afraid.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. So <laughs> we'll we'll let it go. We'll let it go. I was um. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: One of the, one of the things I was going to mention as well is. I thought it was weird that like, because for instance, you're talking about currency, you're talking about how you just get thousands and thousands of coins. One thing I thought was weird and totally unimportant is that at the beginning of each world, you you get like a letter from your sister and she's basically like, oh, you're the best, lucky, keep going. Like you're super great. And you get, she gives you one single life and like a bunch of coins. Like I already have 5,000 coins. What am I going to do with your coins? I haven't even spent my coins. It doesn't, like... Yeah,
0: and I've got 12 lives.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I've got 12 lives, and the game's not that hard, because it's probably for kids. Uh, I don't know. I, mean, I mean, maybe it would feel good if you were a kid, and... and it, <laughs> I mean, I'm th- I just...
0: <laughs> maybe it would feel good if you like, were a kid. Think, Why are there pedophiles in some way?
1: <laughs> no, like the... You... Just thinking back, it's likely a kid's game. You get a letter as a kid. Hey, you're a super cool kid. Here's some money. You're going to feel pretty good about that. (laughs) And maybe that's the feeling the game is trying to give you too. That's all I'm trying to say.
0: So birthday cards. So when you're a kid, you get
1: birthday card with twenty dollars in it. Oh my god, I have twenty dollars. What am I going to do with this twenty dollars? In this case, though, <laughs> you already have thousands in your bank account, and somebody hands you twenty dollars. So I, I uh, don't know what the point is.
0: Did you, do you remember that movie Blank Check? No, I don't know what that is. Yo, Blank Check was dope. Good movie, Mr. Macintosh. Shots out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the um, I really appreciated uh, the game was starting to feel um monotonous. And then it's, like, all of a sudden, like, oh, hey, here's a side-scrolling level. Totally.
1: I really liked that. I thought, that there was good level variety. And then there's a chunk where it's, like, I think there's five foxholes in a row in, like, the second world somewhere. And it takes you to these, like, little slide puzzles. Yeah. And they were vi- they were easy. But I thought that was a nice, like, change of pace as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was very much, like, like I found... I, I I played through like almost the third world. There's four worlds in the game. I played through almost the f- third world in like four or five sittings of the game, and each each time once I got into it, it was hard to stop. I feel like, like I was just like, Oh, I'll just play one more level. Oh, I'll just play one more level. Um, cause it, cause I had that variety. Like they all did feel fairly different. Some of them give you like mm-hmm. some of them, it's just those general, like, Hey, collect all this stuff and get the clover at the end. Some of them you get like almost like little tasks to do. Um, like there's one in the second world where the, there's a band of worms and, and they can't go on because someone messed up with their equipment. So you have to like go around the level and flip all these switches so that they can put on the show. Um, so there, there's different little things in a lot of the levels that kind of change it up a little bit as well, which I thought was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I definitely, I definitely was super into it. Um, I the like I said, the first world, um, it, I was like, oh man, this is gonna like this is this sucks. The only thing that I like about it is the villain. Um, and then surprise, surprise, I get to the second world, and I'm just. I'm just into it. I'm into it.
1: How did the game cuz you were talking about the initial the opening cutscene being quite choppy. How how did the actual game run and how what did you think of like how did the game
0: look? Um it looks um it looks last gen. Uh well, no, I wouldn't say la- yeah, yeah, last gen. Um it's it seems like a late gen PS3 game. Um it runs it runs fine. The frame rate is is you know, it is over 60. Um, there's some anti-aliasing issues that, uh, and some horizontal tearing that kind of, kind of bugged me. But um, I really liked, um, uh, and and all the polygons are 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 dumbed down a little bit. It's it's a very it. There's not a lot of fidelity to the game. That being said in some of the side scrolling levels where you go into the foreground and you have all these different puzzles yeah. the atmosphere the atmosphere is really really cool
1: yeah i agree with that yeah yeah so uh on the xbox i was playing on xbox one x and it actually is 4k and 60 frames per second so the game looked i thought spectacular it it does have kind of it's like a stylishly simple art style so it would have been you know i don't think it's likely too too taxing on the console but I instantly, I haven't played, like aside from Mario Kart, I don't know what, for or sorry, not 4K, but I don't know what games I've actually played in 60 frames a second. And I know a lot of people just talk about that like how they they care more about the frame rate than the the actual resolution that you're playing in and I've always kind of been the opposite where it's like I just want it to look really good, but playing this game in sixty frames per second it it was a huge difference actually like I definitely that was the first game that I think really made me see the value in like how smooth how how much how how I just how much more like immersive or impressive a smoother experience like that can be and I, I it's not something that I had noticed before, so I thought that was pretty cool
0: and and let's let let's be frank like anything over a cinematic 25 frames a second, <laughs> not worth it. Not worth it. That's uh, classic Ubisoft. Yeah. Classic Ubisoft. Classic. Classic Ubisoft.
1: It's it's a tough game. I feel like it's a tough game. Like there's so many, there's things, like talking about its lack of personality at times. But then I feel like, Is it just lucky that doesn't have a lot of personality? Because we're talking about the second world, and all of the characters have so much personality. Like I thought the worms were so funny, and you know, it. Like I'm going up and seeing if any of the characters in the levels have anything to say. Like I felt like they were actually really entertaining, and I totally agree with you about the villains too. They were like cute and weird, and would just say stupid things and then kind of disappear. Um, Yeah, it's but but lucky. I didn't ever feel a connection to Lucky at all.
0: Yeah. It, it, oh, an, uh, another complaint that I had was his his grunts and his like <laughs> like there the dialogue they could have recorded more filler. Okay. I've I I heard the second villain say garbled chew about 50,000 times. And it, 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 all the characters talking this like simlish and I feel like they recorded thirty seconds of dialogue for everybody. <laughs> yeah, because I can feel like because yeah. there's this literally there's this one phrase that the second villain says, "Garble Chew." She said that so many times yeah, it yeah, stuck out. That's to right. Me. And and on the on the Xbox, when you, was there a like a second to a second and a half of delay before you could take control of Lucky? Like in the level? Yeah, it would be. He'd be like, "Come on, let's go." And then I'd push the button, and he wouldn't respond for like up to two seconds.
1: I don't think so. I didn't. I don't recall, and I didn't think about that at all. So I don't. I don't think that that was a thing on the Xbox. It was.
0: It was every time that the character was or the player was given control of Lucky when he would go. Come on. Um, it would at the take, beginning of a stage or weird. a low.
1: No, I don't recall that.
0: And maybe, maybe that's something to do with like crossplay like this game is you know a bug or it's being converted but there there was a lot of um QA issues really like I w- like like the the signs and the button prompts not matching up and not being able to like remap the buttons on a, P- on a PC game yeah. like it's it, it didn't it did it didn't make any sense so okay. maybe if I, pl- I I've got um a dual Shock. And I've got a 360 controller that I'll try um, and and see if uh, uh, if that adjusts if that makes a difference. But there was definitely like a like a good like noticeable like come on let's go delay every time you were given control.
1: Okay, interesting. That's interesting. Did you have because you talked like did you have any other? I didn't really notice. I didn't notice much in terms of bugs or anything like that. There was a few areas where I, like I thought I should be able to jump somewhere and then it was kind of like a, a an invisible barrier and it just kind of the character kind of just locks up then like you can't really jump off of that, you just slide off of it, but which I've seen it I feel I feel like you see in platforms semi regularly platformers semi regularly so that didn't really bug me that much, but aside from that I don't think I really noticed anything.
0: There was there was odd collision detection um, like there was, there was one series of jumps where you had to jump onto a tree, Okay, but like getting stuck on different portions of like the, the tree trunk as it, as it curved. And there was also areas, it, there was no consistency with like, if I was, if I got stuck on like a weird edge of geometry, yeah. um, um it, I was like, okay, I'm stuck and I can jump on this ledge and like if I if I made a mistake platforming and would get stuck on like a brick or something, yeah. Okay, that's interesting. But if I would be, you know, in another level, another stage in the world, and there would be the same um, asset, suddenly, suddenly the pathfinding was different, and I couldn't jump on the same. Oh, okay. por- portion there was there wasn't there was weird consistency where okay this is the edge of this platform we're going to block it off with an invisible barrier. But it's the same asset as before, okay. where they didn't do that. So it was, it, yeah that that was like the only th- like bug that that I experienced. Um, other than that, the game ran flawlessly. Did,
1: did you think the camera was annoying at times? No, no, really. No, I, 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 no the
0: o- the the only thing that um, that bugged me was the, uh, the 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 static angle of the camera gave depth percept uh, it, it had weird depth issues yeah but um the that was the farthest farthest from my mind i had i had no problem okay with the camera.
1: i felt like there was for, my, for myself there was times and it's it's all, always a 3d platformer issue but i felt like there were times when it would just like it wouldn't let me rotate enough and it, and so i was jumping or i was looking at the the scenario in at an awkward angle Um, but I feel like that's like, like that's nothing new to 3d platformers. It's just something that you have to deal with at this point. But, Uh,
0: um, because, because, um, on, on the PC, you can't tilt the, um, uh, you can't tilt the camera. You can only pan the camera left and right. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then the, the look over the shoulder button is set to the right click. Yeah. I literally didn't touch the camera at all. Okay. I did. I, I do not rotate the camera. Um when you go behind geometry, um um he gets this like outline so you can see him through the geometry. Yeah. And I literally just just play it with movement movement and attack controls.
1: Oh, really? Okay. So so it did well enough of just following
0: you that you felt like you didn't need to adjust it really. i I had I had no issues with the camera. I did not adjust it once. That's cool. I also I also felt like um Lucky was a little bit slow like his his top speed could have been a little bit higher yeah I could see that or, or or if he had like an alternate like like in banjo in banjo kazooie you could like banjo himself is slow right or you can you can hop on to Kazooie's back and she has like a like a the the bird trot which is much faster
1: yeah okay um
0: I, w- I wish there was like a like a second mode of locomotion that was a little bit faster for like just traversing long distances Mm -hmm.
1: or something in like like in a lot of the 3d mario games it's like you you run and then you're at whatever top speed but if you're at your top speed for a few seconds he kind of goes into this like sprint mode even something like that but although i feel like the levels weren't as expansive as say something like in mario odyssey where i like i don't know if there was that much room to do those sprints that many times
0: it, it it would have it it would have it would have been it would have been nice at least like in in Mario games you can do the long jump where you you're running and then you you crouch and jump and you do that the you know the, the long jump yeah if there was some sort of move or maneuver that was a combo that made you you know dash right um like or even like a dash move itself mm-hmm. uh, or like a in like an Ocarina of Time like a roll um he just felt um his top speed felt a little bit limited
1: i did feel like like when i could i would often it, it seemed like when you jump out when you're burrowing it's kind of a a decent speed at that point so i don't know if it just looked fast or if it actually was faster but i found in most areas where i could burrow i would just constantly burrow under jump out burrow under jump out and it seemed like it was a little bit faster than than just the regular running
0: There, uh, another inconsistency thing there was, um, in, in one of the side scrolling levels, you had to jump and then hit the burrow button on a, on a platform that activated a switch. Um, I felt like, um, in my experience, there wasn't enough consistency on getting that maneuver to work. Mm, Okay. Um, like, uh, like you would jump and then hit the burrow button, but he would, he would travel like a 45 degree angle instead of like straight down so you had to position yourself to one side of the button and there was plenty of times where he would just miss the button altogether for me. Okay. Yeah. That's weird. Much like the 1974 <laughs> film, The Deer.
1: <laughs> um, is there anything else of note for Super Lucky's Tale for you or is that everything? Is that everything you wanted to say?
0: I, um I like the, we mentioned that I was like, what the hell am I going to spend this currency on? And then you can buy costumes mm-hmm. and they're purely cosmetic. The first set of costumes you could buy is like a Lederhosen and like a um, a Yodeler's hat.
1: Which I didn't understand. Why? Yeah.
0: Because uh, the first world.
1: Like it just seems so random.
0: Because the first world you felt like um, it felt like you were in like a Mayan. It reminded me of the first world reminded me of The Last Guardian for some reason.
1: Really? I, did, I never thought about that at all. Like The Last Guardian, the Team Eco game.
0: And I've never played The Last Guardian. But I was like, hey, this feels like The Last Guardian, like the ruins and stuff. And so, like, I was like, "Yeah, leader hose." And this makes no sense. The second level, you can you have like a sheriff's uniform that's called the the lawn ranger. Yeah, yeah. And like, I I bought that, and he's like dressed up as like a a Reno nine one (laughs) one kind of looking cop, and I liked that. I thought that was that was cool. So there 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 was there was a incentive to to spend the. But
1: they were the outfits themselves were not very expensive compared to the amount of money that you earned. I felt like.
0: Um, when I, unless they when get more expensive, this, um, the second stage, uh, the, the glasses were 2,100 and then the outfit was 2,200. Okay.
1: So that's up there.
0: So I, so I spent all my money on just the glasses and then I, and then I'm currently grinding to get the, 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 the outfit.
1: Okay. So you do have to, so, so it does go fast once you choose to start buying that stuff. Gotta go fast. Gotta go
0: fast. Oh, Sonic the Hedgehog. I am so excited for that movie.
1: I was. I feel like I'm less excited now that they're fixing it.
0: Who cares? I just want to. I just want to see Jim Carrey. Why? Why? As Robotnik? I, cause Jim Carrey is amazing, and his. Why are you judging me? I'm
1: not judging okay. you. I'm just. Let, I let
0: me let me like my stuff. I don't. Need, I don't need to explain myself to you. Who are you're you? You're completely right. Who are you? Don't look over here. What are you? A cop? Go away.
1: You're totally no right. more rights.
0: I'm a sovereign. Oh I'm a sovereign citizen.
1: Are you just? Am I being yeah, detained? Okay, okay. <laughs> You're just waiting for me to speak so you can uh, talk over the me. Putting so
0: stuff in the water to turn the friggin' frogs gay.
1: Okay, I'm I'm very excited. For, like Sonic the Hedgehog trailer came out. The first thing was like, this looks terrible, and I cannot wait to watch it. Like that, that was the biggest thing for me. Uh, the teeth were a bit much. What do you think of the teeth? Yeah, I guess. Why does he have like a human amount of teeth? <laughs>
0: A human amount I don't know, like of it teeth looks it just have, looks
1: like hu, human teeth is what it looks like inside of his mouth
0: like how, how many teeth do hedge not the same have let's do they let's look like human teeth no knowledge.
1: no Google's gonna say no they should not look like human teeth
0: they have 44 teeth
1: okay how many pe- teeth do people have thirty two so that's a big difference. Yeah. Also, hedgehogs. I, last time I looked in a hedgehog's mouth, didn't look like a person's
0: mouth. So, what, do you do you oft look in little rodents? Uh, I feel like it's something
1: you only really have to do once to know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, have you ever looked into a penguin's mouth?
1: Yeah, there it was weird. It's scary. Yeah. it's terrifying. Did you think uh, Lucky was a fox? Almost at as first? terrifying.
0: Almost as terrifying as the 1974 oh film gosh. The Deer. Did you think that starring did, <laughs> M- Musad Kimani?
1: Did you think that Lucky was a fox at first for some reason? No, he is a fox. He... I thought he was a squirrel. <laughs> I thought he was a. Did you think he was a squirrel at any point?
0: No, no, I knew he was a fox. But like, why did I lucky think he was a, a squirrel? Like, lucky like a fox.
1: Is that an actual saying? Yeah, I don't think of. I don't think that's a saying. Crazy like a fox. That's a saying.
0: Um, the quick like lucky like a uh, fox. The quick brown
1: fox looked o- jumped over the <laughs> looked over the lazy dog. Oh Yo, my gosh. <laughs>
0: Lucky like a fox. Okay. Latitude Consulting. Why are foxes
1: lucky? I don't
0: know, I don't know
1: either. Okay. All right, do you have anything Why else to are say are about foxes this game? Fox is
0: lucky. Symbolic meaning of fox, the fox spirit animal. Ooh, what happens if you see a fox in your dreams? Universal of symbolism.com. Whoa. This website. All
1: right. Let's not go there. You, oh, the you, symbolic,
0: this oh Hey, the symbolic meaning of a fox is fortune, luck, and opportunity.
1: So, okay. So, I, that, does that make it feel even more generic? I mean, it's like like they're like, okay, we're okay. Who what? What kind of animals are here going to be? It's going to be a fox. What should we name the fox? Everybody send in email suggestions, and we'll pick the best one on Friday. Uh, and then it's like someone's like lucky because foxes are traditionally lucky, and then they're like, that's the name. We don't even need to read the rest of these emails. Lucky is our fox. Yeah. Like, <laughs> does that make it feel more generic? I mean, I. Or is it just I friendly said, for kids? Why are why are we digging so deep into this? Like kids probably love this shit.
0: Like wh- are are we going to get into the Lucky Cinematic Universe? Are we going to have like like crossovers with other characters? Like Bubsy, I'm ready. Bubsy I'm, and Lucky. Yo, Bubsy x Lucky. They have to
1: go to save they, they're trying to save Cool Spot.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then, and then the Noid shows up at the end of the <laughs> post-credit scene. Like the Noid's like, "I got pizza."
1: Avoid the Noid because yeah. he steals pizza.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, is there anything else you want to say about Super Lucky's Tale, or are you ready to move on?
0: I'm ready. I'm ready to move on. Uh, can we? Are, are we gonna? Are we gonna grade it? Can we grade it? Last
1: thing in regards to Super Lucky's Tale uh, is Super Lucky's Tale for you a skip? Is Super Lucky's Tale a must play, uh, or is it just worth a try? Uh,
0: worth a try. Okay. Worth a try. It's not. It's not a must play. Um. Uh. For me, it was the first world it was a skip i'm like oh this is a slog but then i fell in love with it
1: i mean that's like 25% of the game though like that's a pretty big portion yeah but but it was Those like four worlds
0: but it was like an hour worth of, of...
1: yeah it's not it's not it doesn't seem like a hugely long game that's that's true
0: yeah i mean like th- they went through a lot of the narrative in the, in the prequel so like we're really just kind of this <laughs> Why just... Are you,
1: you're just assuming that you didn't know that it was a <laughs> sequel until <laughs> this podcast started i mean oh, my cat you sound like you're podcast. an expert or something. You're hey, like, hey man, I saw the my pre- seventh playthrough. I realized that lucky was symbolic of uh, being hey, lucky.
0: I, <laughs> I am a super lucky's tail speedrunner. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, you speed ran through level <laughs> to the first world so that hey, you man. can start enjoying things.
0: I mean, I have, I have, I, I have two computers, and I'm, and because I can play it with one hand, I'm playing two copies at once. Okay. That's impressive. I'm, I would I, like I, I'm, that, I'm that's going to be some in. sort of
1: Guinness World Record.
0: It, it's a Guinness World Record. It's going to be great. You, you can find me on guinness.com/superluckiestale. Get me right there. Um <laughs> uh, it's uh like, it, it felt like a slog, but then there was all this extra variety. There was all this charm. The music started mm-hmm. to win me over. It was it was a um it was definitely a um it's a try. It's a try. It's not a must yeah. play it's not a plus, yeah. must play. It's not a Moto GP, 2017, it's not a MotoGP. which is which is a must play.
1: Which is no longer on Game Pass, so uh, <laughs> maybe people hated it. <laughs> Rest and rip. Somebody from the Game Pass team was like, "This game is so hard. Why would anybody? Ta- why would anybody try?"
0: This? And I, I loved Let's it. Get rid you, of this. I loved it. You texted me. It's like, hey, we're gonna play Moto GP, and I t- I texted you. Prepare to play one of the hardest video games. Oh my gosh! Ever and and you underestimate me. You're like, Pfft, no man, I got this. Like I'm MLG pro. Like I'm i the head of the the mm-hmm. game passengers. X gonna give it to you. No MotoGP gonna give it to you.
1: Yeah, that was rough. That was a rough time. Yeah. Uh, I very promptly deleted that from my Xbox. And Almost will never al- play
0: it again. Almost as rough as Saeed, the lead character in the movie, The Deer. Oh, my gosh.
1: Why is this happening? Uh, (laughs) For myself, I I would also say it's a try. I feel like, like, I, I don't know if I think try is a little bit, like, it's better than try, but it's not a must play. Like I thought, it was super fun. The mechanics are good. I thought the game itself had a lot of personality, but I wish that Lucky himself had more personality because, like we've kind of discussed, he feels pretty devoid of it in a lot of cases. Like I got, I feel like I was, I, I felt more personality in his sister, which you only really interact with through the letters she sends, than with Lucky himself. Yeah, um, which is weird. But but the levels. Does Lucky were- have any dialogue? See, not really. Like, he just kind of makes noises, and that must be why. Um, But yeah, like, the levels are fun. The levels are fun. The like the mechanics are good. The A lot of the characters are really cute and especially on Xbox One X, it is a gorgeous game that runs uh, beautifully in 60 frames per second. So I definitely think it's worth a download. I think even as an adult, it's fun, but it's also the type of game that you can hand. You could probably hand to a, a seven or eight year old and they would have fun with it as well. Um and I think it's a great up. This is like a great, one of those great games that you could play with a kid and, you know, pass the controller back and forth and both have fun. Yeah. Um, instead of, instead of one of you just doing it to spend time with your child. <laughs> hmm. Um, yeah, no, it was, it's, it's fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm definitely going to be playing it after this podcast is over. I want to finish it.
1: Yeah. I think I would, I, I think I would go back to it as well.
0: Yeah. And I'm going to I'm going to keep Game Pass because you're going to have me back.
1: Uh, that sounds great. That sounds great. I still need to pick the game for the next episode.
0: Hey hey, and I'm going to have you back on the Skate Games podcast. <laughs> you're really pushing that. Hey, we're coming back. Tigers back in 2019. Tigers back baby. Geekgate Game is back. We're going to be back. It's going to be great.
1: Like the XFL is coming back in 2020.
0: See, you know, see, you know what? This is the year of sobriety. It's the year of of comebacks. It's 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 the year of podcasting. It's it's the year of the fox. <laughs> the, the
1: lucky lucky the fox,
0: yeah.
1: or squirrel. We're it's still it's, uh, we're still not sure. Um, <laughs> um, I'm going to draw for the next episode's game. So it looks like we are playing uh, Observer. It's called Observer. Um, and I know that it's a Polish horror game because I actually interviewed the developer back at PAX last year, and uh, it looked pretty cool, but I don't remember that much about it.
0: Ooh, yeah, this... uh, Ooh, this looks pretty good. Ooh, this looks (laughs) really good. Yo.
1: I'm I'm excited. I remember because it was... I, I was... I interviewed them at PAX last year because the switch version of the game was coming out. I believe it had come out on Xbox and PS4 about a year before, uh and it looked very very cool. It's like a noir uh cyber like a cyberpunk noir uh detective game, which sounds freaking cool. So um yeah, that, uh, that, that was, that was super lucky's tale. And this has been episode eight of, uh, Xbox game passengers. Shane, it's been a while since your last podcast. How did it feel to be back at the microphone?
0: Um, it, it's been a while. I've been gone. It's fun. Uh, it's like riding a bike. I got back into it. I hope, uh, hopefully I was a, a positive, um, uh, addition to the, uh, um, the Xbox game passengers, uh, uh, alum and line of of uh, co-hosts. I'm just excited. I, I'm excited. I'm talking about games, and it, I haven't played. I literally haven't been on my computer in 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 months. And like, I got on my computer. I I was getting scripts. I downloaded the Microsoft Store, and I was playing a video game. And it felt so rewarding. And I was playing a video game for a reason. And I was produ- uh, helping produce art, and it felt so good. I'm just so happy to be here. Thank you so much, Derek Krannevelt. Where can people find more of you?
1: Thank you, Shane. It's been great uh, talking to you about video games again. Uh, I have missed you. Um, and I've really enjoyed this conversation. And if you guys have enjoyed this conversation as well, we're only eight episodes in. Uh, we're still growing. We're having so much fun making this podcast. And if you are liking what you're hearing, anything you can do to help us get out there it would make a huge difference for us. Um, Five stars on Apple Podcasts, huge. Share it with a single friend, even bigger. Uh, give us an actual written review. Those are excellent as well. Um, yeah, we're just having fun making this podcast and we really hope you're enjoying it. If you're not enjoying it, tell me why. Derek at Geekscape.net. I am always available to uh, hear your feedback and you know, listen to what you're ho- you would hope to hear more or less of on this show. Uh, but I think with that, I think that has been Xbox Game Passengers. Uh, episode eight, Super Lucky's Tale. Thank you, Shane, for coming. Thank you again. Thank you for having me. Anytime. Uh, And we will be back in just two short weeks uh, with Observer.
0: Bye, everybody. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.
1: You're listening to the Geekscape Network.